Right. Welcome, welcome to Dead Man Walking. This is the space where we speak the truth and nothing but the truth. We don't attempt to prove the truth, but we speak it as it is. It's up to you whether you take it or you leave it, but I can promise you it is the truth. This is what happened, and this is what's happening, and this is what's going to happen. Whatever I say here, it's something that I know for a fact it is the truth. But it's up to you what you do with it. Now, last time we spoke about Noah. Noah and the circumstances surrounding the flood. There was a flood. And it engulfed the whole planet Earth. It destroyed every human being that existed except for Noah and his family. And there was a cause for that. And the cause was the wickedness of man. The world had gotten to a point of no return where God could do nothing to stay the influence of evil. Hence, it brought the flood. Now, we've spoken about a lot of things. We've spoken about Noah, the flood. We've spoken about Adam and Eve. We've spoken about the great fall of the rebels from the headquarters of the, of the universe. How these rebels went to the rest of the universe and tried to convince other beings in the universe to come and, you know, follow their lead. And all of them refused except for one group or one species, which is human beings. Subsequently, the rebels whose leader was Lucifer found refuge on planet Earth. And they are here, look good and well and live. They, this is their headquarters. And the Creator has quarantined planet Earth, as we always say, he has quarantined planet Earth. And all the other worlds in the universe know of our existence, and they do not want to come here. We may not know about their existence, but they know of our existence. And the Creator has quarantined planet Earth up until he sorts out the issues of planet Earth. And we spoke about the fact that planet Earth is dying. It is getting to a point where it will not be able to maintain life. And it's dying because planet Earth's inhabitants have violated the great law of selflessness. We spoke about these things. But there's one character that we've omitted in this story. This character is the center of the story. This character is important to the story. In fact, this character is important to the ending of the story also. And this character is Michael. Now, you've heard of the name, Michael. You've heard of the name, I'm sure. You've heard of Michael as the chief of angels, the prince, the great prince of the children of Israel. You've heard of him as being a powerful angel. Right. One thing that you do not know, not only one, a number of things actually that you don't know, that actually, Michael, even the word Michael itself, you know about it. You know that this name means who is like God, with a question mark. And that he's a powerful angel. He's the angel who kicked Lucifer out of heaven, or out of the headquarters of the universe. But half of it is not yet told. 
You see, Michael is not a mere angel. Michael is the head of angels. He is the chief of angels. The name Michael does not merely mean who is like God. It actually means he who is like God. You see, Michael is the pre-incarnate Christ. He is the son of the Creator. Michael shares the throne with the, with the, with, with the Creator. He is the representative of the Creator. He is the expressed image of the Creator. He is the agent of creation. Michael has the same nature as the Creator. He has always existed like the Creator. He existed before, he existed before the universe was. And he has always been. You see, tracking back the story and giving context to it, you see, when the creator decides to create, he consults Michael. There's a great council that sits at the headquarters. And in this council, Michael is there as one who shares the throne with the creator. Even when the creator decided to make men, Michael was there in that session. When the creator said, let us make men, Michael was in that session. Everything that was created in the universe was created by the creator for Michael. In fact, Michael was the executor of the instructions coming from the creator. You see, to angels, Michael is the head of angels. He expresses the will of the Creator. All angels respect and worship Michael because he shares the throne with the Creator. To the rest of the universe, Michael is also an expressed image of the Creator. The Creator's name is in Michael. When Michael speaks, he expresses the will and the commands of the Creator. Now, with that being said, I'm going to track back the story. You see, when Lucifer, who was the highest angel, looked at himself and his abilities and his capabilities, he asked, why is Michael preferred above me? Why is Michael sharing the throne with the creator and not me? What's so special about Michael that I do not have the right, you know, to? That was the main issue. The confrontation was between Lucifer and Michael. Lucifer desired the position of Michael. He wanted to be like God. Remember Michael, he who is like God. Lucifer wanted to be like 
God. He wanted to share the throne. He wanted to be privy to the councils, those councils where the Creator would sit with Michael to discuss creation. He wanted to be worshipped because the Creator had commanded all living beings to worship Michael because Michael shared the throne with the Creator. Michael was the Creator's son. The great controversy is between Lucifer and Michael. You see, it got to a point in heaven, and we've spoken about these things, that it got to a point in heaven where Lucifer left his position as the covering cherub and went on for a very long time trying to convince other angels to follow him. The issue got precipitated to a point where there was a confrontation. Michael and his followers confronted Lucifer and his followers. You see, at this point, the Creator, as we've said before, and we're repeating what we've already said before, that the Creator actually bore long with Lucifer. In fact, at some point, there was even a meeting held at the headquarters where the Creator called all the angels to explain the position of Michael. He explained to the angels that Michael existed before the universe was made. That Michael is the agent of creation. That Michael is the same nature as himself. That Michael has always been like him. That Michael shares the throne with him. The creator explained the position of Michael. That Michael is an expressed image of himself. The explanation was so clear that even Lucifer was convinced of the greatness of Michael. After that explanation from the Creator, all angels knelt down and worshipped the Creator. But you see, at this point, Lucifer then, you know, gladly took up his position, understanding the position of Michael. But as time went on, he, these feelings that he had festered. And he still felt like it is unfair. We as angels are restricted. Why can we not be elevated to a higher standard than where we are? He genuinely wanted to be like God. He wanted to be like Michael. Now, he then went back again to try and convince angels of his rightness. After this meeting has taken place, right? at this point, but now, previously, more than half of the angels were on his side. Because his arguments were that we as angels, we don't need divine instructions. We, 
we should be allowed to be elevated to a higher position of existence. Right. We have the capabilities. And the Creator should not be restricted. As in fact, the Creator does not restrict us and allows us to, ele- to be elevated to higher positions. It would be very good for the Creator's kingdom. More than half of the angels followed him on this. Up until that meeting. When that meeting took place, most of the angels went on the side of the Creator. In fact, Lucifer himself was convinced of the position of Michael. What then subsequently happens is that he then, after that, in spite of the fact that he was convinced, still these feelings of jealousy towards Michael festered. And then he went at it again. He tried to pour water on that meeting, what the Creator had said. And he pointed to the fact that, no, the Creator's you know, laws are very restrictive. They are designed to oppress us. Now you see, he had changed his argument a bit to suit the situation. To him, his argument was, we are being restricted and oppressed by the Creator. The Creator does not want us to elevate. The Creator does not want us to be better than what we are. He then made himself the, quote-unquote, first freedom fighter, the first revolutionary. It is at this point that, you know, now, many angels, because the explanation was clear in their heads, but Lucifer was coming up with new arguments. Well, they were not new, but he was coming up with very convincing arguments. Many angels went and consulted Michael. As Michael tried to explain to them. Many chose to side with Michael. Some not fully understanding, but they chose to side with Michael. They chose to side with the Creator. Because in this story, don't forget, to side with Michael is to side with the Creator. Many angels sided with the Creator, trusting that the Creator will make things clear, as he did previously. A quarter of the angels decided to side with with Lucifer. Many high-ranking angels there sided with him. Some so-called low-ranking angels sided with him. Angels of different strata in the hierarchy uh, sided with him, but a quarter of the angels sided with him. But at this point, Lucifer had even left his position as said uh, uh, as a covering cherub in the presence of the Creator. He was roaming around in the headquarters trying to convince angels. There were a lot of arguments and discussions that were taking place. There was a lot of unrest that was happening at the headquarters of the universe at this point. Remember, the headquarters of the universe are not small. They are huge, vastly huge. 
For a very long time, Lucifer moved around and trying to convince and he had this group of, of, of angels that followed him vehemently, that saw him as the rightful equal of God and that saw him as the rightful equal who was supposed to share the throne just like Michael did. The argument was that why is the creator restricting us? Should we not be free? To choose what we want to be. Basically the guys what Lucifer wanted to be. Come God the creator. He wanted the same position. And these other angels treated him such. As such. So now as I had mentioned. The issue here is between Michael and Lucifer. So at some point the murmurings and the and the you know unrest came to a climax where the creator could no longer bore with Lucifer. Lucifer had reached a point of no return. There was no convincing him. There was no convincing the angels that chose to follow him. For a very long time, the creator has been patient with them, trying to convince him. But they saw the creator's patience as them being right, and that the creator knows it, that they are right. But it got to a point where now there was a confrontation. See, on that day where there was a confrontation, Michael or Michael gathered up all the angels that were on his side. The third. Sorry, I'm saying the third. All of the angels that were on his side. Lucifer, on the other hand, gathered up all the angels that were on his side. Their idea was, we'll take the throne. Will introduce a new order of of things at the headquarters, but under this guise was actually putting Lucifer. The agenda was putting Lucifer on the throne. There was a confrontation, and in this confrontation, Michael defeated Lucifer and his angels. When they were defeated, they were kicked out. As you know, the story we've told it before. They were kicked out of heaven. When they were kicked out of heaven, they cried and pleaded with the Creator to be taken back. But they had reached a point of no return. No way could the Creator take them back because at this point, they were so convinced of their way. They were not crying because they saw that they were wrong. They were crying because of the consequences of their actions. So the creator kicks them out. They are defeated by Michael. They are kicked out. They are crying. They are pleading with the creator to be taken back. Their character is soon shown. When the creator refuses to take them back, they then say, you know what? Let's go to the rest of the universe and try and convince them. And we've spoken about this before. You see, when planet Earth fell, 
the rest of the universe, there was unrest. Because, oh, in fact, there was shock. Everyone was shocked. Right? That the last bones of the universe actually were deceived by Lucifer to violate God's or the Creator's principles. And when this happens, Lucifer then finds refuge on planet Earth. And there was a problem. Because you see, the violation of the great law of the universe, which is the law of selflessness, when this law is violated, it is incumbent upon the Creator and Michael to protect the rest of the universe. by eliminating the threat. But you see, at this point, the Creator and Michael had a plan. The plan was to redeem human beings. The plan was to take human beings out of the clutches of Lucifer. The plan was, Michael would come to planet Earth, become a human being, and defeat Lucifer, just like he did in heaven. Dear friends, I'm introducing a main character here, Michael or Michael. He's known by that name in heaven. Many people know him as Jesus, Yahashua. He's the Son of God. He is at the center of this fight between God and Lucifer. And from now on, moving forward, we're going to elaborate more on him and the things that he's done in the past to intervene in human life. This is just an introduction. Remember, he is the son of the Creator. He shares the throne with the Creator. He's the head of angels. He's the expressed image of the Creator. He's the agent of creation. Everything was created for him. His name is Yahshua. We know him as Yahshua. Before he became a human being, he was known as Michael. He who is like God. This is Dead Man Walking signing out.